0: This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. pharisees he says you shut up heaven because he says you are devouring widows houses and for pretense you make long prayers you know what the word pretense means literally a show they were putting on a show calling it religion some people are going oh wow but all the while they were stopping folks from actually seeing their need For Jesus. How do you shut up the kingdom of heaven? Make long prayers without compassionate character. Number two. How do you shut up the kingdom of heaven? Win people to your cause and not the Christ. What the Bible says in verse number 15. The Bible says, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye compass sea and land to make one proselyte, and when he is made, ye make him twofold more the child of hell than yourselves. Now, here's the picture. Jesus says, look, he says, you'll, you can pass sea and land. He says, you'll go all over the world. You'll come pass sea and land, and you'll go to great measures to make one proselyte. The word proselyte literally means to come over, to get somebody to convert to you, convert to your way. And so these scribes and Pharisees, they were, they were making, doing extreme things to convert people to their, to their way. What was the scribes and Pharisees' burden? Their burden was to bring people to their system. They wanted to bring people to themselves. They wanted people to worship the same thing they worship, the same way they worshiped, and quite frankly, you know what they were worshiping? They were worshiping themselves. And Jesus says, look, you'll go to all these extremes to get somebody to come over to your side. He says, but when they come over to your side, you've made them twofold more the child of hell than they were before. He says, you're condemning people because you're trying to bring people to you. I'm constantly reminded, and I want to constantly remind myself that my job is not to promote Cody. My job is to promote Jesus Christ. And if you come to me for help, I want to be a blessing and help to you. But I'll just tell you what I'm going to do. Every time I'm going to step to the side and I'm going to be the person who is going, look to Jesus, look to Jesus, look to Jesus, look to Jesus. Because that's where help comes from. You're not going to get eternal help from some kind of show I can put on. Oh, man, I can put on a show. You ought to see me dance. I'm just kidding. It's terrible. We can put on a show. I don't know how to fill this building up to overflowing. Let's just call Willie Nelson and have a concert. We can fill her up, man. We can charge people. but That's not going to help somebody's soul. What's my job? It's all about Jesus. He'll change your life. But what were the Pharisees doing? They were going to extreme measures to bring people to themselves. Look, I'm not trying to convert you to Chilhowee Baptist. I'm trying to bring you to faith in Jesus Christ. Because whether you live in Chilhowee or Africa or Antarctica or... Australia or any other place you can dream Jesus will be there. Jesus will change your life Jesus will give you what you need. when I'm dead and gone Jesus will still be changing people's lives and he is the only way to heaven. It's not about me it's all about him. You see how do you shut up the kingdom of heaven you win people to your cause and not Jesus Christ. Number three, how do you shut up the kingdom of heaven? you strain it a night and swallow a camel. What's that mean, preacher? I'm glad you asked. There's an interesting passage of Scripture here, beginning in verse 16. We're not going to go into all the details, but Jesus makes an illustration. So evidently, these Pharisees and scribes, they were notorious for making rules for themselves that benefited them. So they were making rules that benefit, them, benefit themselves. And on another occasion, a few chapters ago, Jesus looks at the Pharisees and says, you've done something really silly. You've used your twist on the law your spin on the bible to free yourself from taking care of your widows taking care of your uh, elderly you've done this as silly and you've somehow they had twisted and turned the word. and evidently they had twisted with their swearing that they could somehow swear on the temple and it was fine but if they swore on the gold of the temple it was not fine they could swear on the uh... The altar, but if they swore on the sacrifice of the altar, it wasn't right. And Jesus just brings this up, and he just goes into these details. And I can see it as he's saying, it's okay, you say it's okay to swear on this, not on that, swear on this, not on that. He's, He's going on, and I can just see these Pharisees just melting because he has just uncovered how silly their argument was. He says, in conjunction... He says, what you've done is, look at the Bible says in verse number 16, Woe unto you blind guides. Look at verse number 17. He says, Ye fools and blind. And he connects these ideas in verse number 24. He says, Ye blind guides which strain at a gnat and swallow a camel. What was the emphasis? He says, What were they doing that was blocking the way to heaven? Here's what they were doing. They were straining at a gnat and swallowing a camel. It's almost like you're eating a bowl of soup, and you see a gnat in your soup. That's wonderful, isn't it? I love it. You you see a gnat in your soup, and so you're very careful to get your little strainer, and you strain the gnat out of the soup. You can't have a little gnat in your soup. I mean, that would be awful. It would just be terrible. I don't know how I could ever swallow a gnat. That's nasty. Ooh, gross. He said, you're straining gnats out of your soup bowl, but somehow you're managing to swallow an entire camel. He says, you're making a big deal out of something very small. By the way, if you eat a gnat, it's not going to hurt you. I've swallowed a bunch of them. It ain't going to hurt you. But I'll tell you what, you sit down and swallow a whole camel, we're going to have problems. (laughs) By the way, you know what a camel is? A camel is a horse that a Baptist church committee put together. (laughs) Camel. He said, said, you're you're overlooking that little tiny gnat. I mean, he said, "You're, you're just worried about that little tiny gnat. But you're eating that sloppy, nasty camel and one big gulp. You're ignoring the weightier. That's what the Bible says in the verse previous. He says you're ignoring the weightier matters of the, of the word. The Bible says in verse 23, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! Ye pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin and have omitted the weightier matters of the law. Here's what Jesus looks at. He says, you know what a mint leaf looks like? You see it? It's a great old big thing, isn't it? He says... You pay tithe of your mint leaf. He says, you guys are setting your mint leaf down there, and you're figuring on a tenth with it, and you're cutting your tenth off, and you're tithing your mint. He, he says, you're tithing on your uh, anise. It's a deal. You know what a deal looks like? It's a little tiny piece of deal. He says, you're real careful, and you're cutting off a tenth of your deal. And you're cooming, you're cutting off a little tenth and you're tithing. He says, he says it's fine. You should tithe. He says, don't don't man, don't stop doing that. But he says, but here's what you're forgetting. He says, you're tithing you tithing mint. He says, but you have omitted verse twenty three. The weightier matters of the law, judgment. What they had, had they omitted? They had omitted the fact that their sin would bring judgment. That not getting saved would condemn them to hell. He says, you've left judgment off. On the other extreme of that, these weightier things, he says, you've left off judgment. He says, but you've also left off mercy. You've left off the kind, compassion, care, mercy of God. And these people were emphasizing a tenth of a mint leaf. But they'd forgot to show mercy to the widows. (laughs) They are cutting off a tenth of a deal stem. Yeah, they weren't showing mercy to the orphans. And they weren't being compassionate and forgiving. He says, you've left off the things that are so important. And faith. He says, you've left off faith. You're not trusting God. You're trusting yourself. And he says this. You've shut up the kingdom of heaven against men because you're straining at a night and swallowing a camel. Look at the fourth thing. How do you shut up the kingdom of heaven? You shut up the kingdom of heaven by becoming a person or a church or a group of people who clean up the outside to the neglect of the inside. I'll tell you, it is a bad thing that folks do when we cover up the outside and we leave the inside filthy now I want to just look at these Pharisees and scribes you see them right there they're handsome devils emphasis on devils here is according to Jesus but they're handsome I want you to know they've got hats on that are big tall and pristine They've got their religious garb of phylactery on their forehead. A leather box phylactery on their left arm because it was closest to their heart. They've got these robes on with a hem on the bottom. It's big and beautiful. And every stitch of that hem has a religious representation. And when these guys speak... They speak clearly. They use proper grammar. They sound like King James himself. When they pray, they pray loudly and boldly. With all the religious vernacular of the day. You see them? Jesus said... Not impressed. You know why? Man looks on the outward appearance. God looks on your heart. When Jesus looked at those people, he was not deceived by the facade of religion. you know something else? Do you know we live around a bunch of people who are not deceived by the facade of religion? Not at all. I can dress up. And use churchy words. But if I steal from you, you're going to see past the facade of my religion. We can dress up and use churchy words and do churchy things. And I can lose my temper and run my mouth. And you look right past the facade of churchy things and churchy words. And you see the heart of a man that's unclean. Jesus said, Look, boys, he says, You are clean on the outside, but you're dirty on the inside. He says it just like this verse number 25 Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! You make clean the outside of the cup and of the platter, but within they are full of extortion and excess. He says, Look, you've washed up the outside of the cup. You've washed up the outside of the cup, but inside it's full of extortion. You're still stealing. And robbing inside it's still full of excess you have no self-control if you go to Waffle House which would you prefer the outside of the cup clean or the inside of the cup clean the inside I'll let that waitress carry my coffee cup right to my table and I'll drink out of it I don't care what she's touched she didn't touch the inside she touched the outside Thank you for listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. Keep Thy Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church, check us out at com. If you'd like to financially support Keep Thy Heart Daily, please send your gift to Chilhowee Baptist Church, P.O. Box 838, Chilhowee, Virginia, 24319.